Fearless family, welcome back to another episode. Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys are having the most amazing day of your life. And if you're listening to this at a later date, I hope you're having a great day as well. I apologize if there's some noise in the background. We've got four dogs that we're looking after at the moment. So it's pretty hectic. And one of them's just doing the little bit of zoomies at the moment and playing around with the other dog. So I apologize for that. But Let's get stuck into today's episode. So yesterday I spoke about my journey of being at the Adelaide Crows and more specifically the day that I got delisted and how that sort of affected me and quickly how I sort of overcame that. And now I want to speak about my next moves and next decisions after that because for me it was one of the most trauma traumatizing is probably not the right word but went through a little bit of trauma in that experience and obviously losing your career losing the dream job that you have worked so hard for and worked from since you were the age of five that's all you would think about is playing afl at the highest level possible and to have that sort of stripped away from you take gives you a big reality check and you don't some people don't know where to go from there and for me I am one that I'm all or nothing. So when I was at the Adelaide Crows, I was everything into that club and would do everything to make a career out of it. And then as soon as that was sort of stripped away from me, I was like, okay, what's next? I find that personally, I feel like I move on very quickly from situations. And when things don't go my way, okay, I I go, okay, all right, what's next for me? And I think I've picked that up over the years and probably more recently picking it up when I'm listening to Matt Steinway's podcast. I've said it in an earlier episode and if you haven't listened to that, I would highly suggest you go listen to his podcast because he is phenomenal in the way that he talks about life and energy and frequency and that sort of stuff. And I feel like it helps me move on very quickly from situations that don't go my way. Not that it doesn't mean anything for like, not that that situation doesn't mean anything, but I'm just like, okay, yep, that's done. That's a closer door. What's next? So for me, probably literally one or two days after I got delisted, I was like, I'm moving to Melbourne. And actually even quicker before that, I picked up a job literally straight away. I think it was that next night or that next day I started messaging different people that I knew and was like, hey, have you got like a little casual part-time job that I can pick up just to tick the time over and I guess maybe subconsciously that was a way for me to sort of move on from what I had just been through and it just helped me move on to that next chapter so I picked up a job literally that next night at doing some casual work at a cafe that I knew the owner of her partner used to play for the crows went back when my dad was playing worked at her cafe literally cleaning dishes So I've gone from being at the highest of highs, playing AFL footy, earning a pretty good wage coming out of school to at the back of a cafe cleaning dishes. And it was obviously quite a humbling experience, but I also enjoyed it at the same time because I just loved working hard, enjoying enjoying that process of working hard and learning different skills and that sort of thing. Not that you need many skills cleaning dishes, but it was just something different and yeah, it, it did what it needed to do it served its purpose and a couple days later I was like I'm going to move to Melbourne and actually no I think I knew that before then because I messaged her in knowing that I was going to move to Melbourne I was like hey do you have anything for the next couple months it's pretty uncertain on when I'm going to move and those sorts of things 
So I think the next day I knew I was going to move to Melbourne uh, just for something different, a new environment, give me something to strive for. I'd been in Adelaide my whole life and just wanting so- wanted something to... Obviously, I hadn't moved out of home. Getting out of home and that sort of thing as well, I think, makes you grow, makes you expand in different ways that you don't even know of yet. Playing a part of a different competition against different players, I think, is definitely a positive. So I made the decision to move to Melbourne. So end of November, start of December, I moved to Melbourne. I'd lined up a job there straight away as well. Had a connection through Eddie Betts with Adidas. A job popped up with Adidas, applied, I sent Eddie a message. I was like, mate, can you put in a good word for me? He rang the guy that worked at that store, put in a good word, had my interview and pretty much got the job from there. And had that having those connections is obviously pretty helpful, but at the same time, spoke well with the interview, got that job. So I had a job before I even started football training. And then from there, I organized uh, to meet up with a few different clubs with my manager just to speak about my journey, what I've been through, where I want to go, my goals, and that sort of thing as well. Ended up signing with Werribee. So at the time, Mark Williams, who I've spoken about in a couple of previous episodes, he was the coach of Werribee, and he had just signed on and had that connection with dad there. So used that connection to get into Werribee, and he was pretty keen to have me on board. And similar sort of thing with everyone else was like, questioning why I got delisted after 12 months because he said unless you're a drug addict or sorry unless you're an alcoholic or drinking I mean unless you are an alcoholic or you're on drugs or you're no good for the club it is so strange for a club to get rid of you that soon and I was like mate I totally agree with you I have no idea why I haven't really had any closure as to why I've been delisted and moved on but that was that Ended up signing with Choco. He was pretty keen to help me out as much as possible, which is another story we'll go into later as the episodes roll in. But signed with him. I then messaged a strength and conditioning coach because I wanted to put the best people around me to help me get back into the AFL. Because that's as soon as I got delisted, I was like, no, stuff the crows. I want to make sure I get back to the AFL and prove them wrong. That's just my personality. That's what I want to do. As soon as someone doesn't believe in me, I'm like, stuff you. I'm going to make sure that you regret that decision. So I had a message, one of the best strength and conditioning coaches out there. Shout out Christian Woodford. I've done a podcast with him as well, kind of explaining that story. I messaged him. I was like, mate, if I want to be the best, I need to work with the best. And he got back to me, caught up with him the first week I was in Melbourne and signed with him straight away. I've got another dog jumping up here. We've got two dogs. If you're watching on YouTube, we've got two dogs sitting right next to me. And uh, yeah, started working with him straight away because I knew a big deficiency of mine was uh, my strength, number one, my speed, my power was always and always has been a little bit of a deficiency. So something that I needed to work on, needed to address, and I addressed it straight away. I was like, get the best SNC coach around me get the best, one of the best football coaches of all time around me as well and put my best foot forward to succeed and get back into the AFL. So that was that, was that journey. That was that path. Uh, that's all I'm going to say because there's a lot to come around those journeys as well. And I'd love to do an interview with Christian Woodford again and speak about that little journey and path that we sort of shared together because it was quite an interesting time and he was going through a tough time himself and looking back on it, 
Was it the best decision? Maybe not, but I thought he was the best at the time. Little did I know he had a lot of uh, mental health issues that he was dealing through himself. And not that I regret that decision because obviously it makes you who you are today and you can't go back in time. So it is what it is, but there's a lot of learnings out of moving to Melbourne. I then ended up moving back to Adelaide, which again, I'll speak about in another episode, one probably one of the next episodes. So I hope you got something out of that. And I think the biggest takeaway is no matter how tough some situations can get and no matter how down in the dumps you may feel, you have to move on quickly because the club, Adelaide Crows, moved on quicker uh, than what I would have and they would have been already looking at their next crop of players that they want to pick up well before I was delisted. So you've got to move on just as quick. Find that next opportunity that's going to get to where you want to go to next. I think mourning in it is important in a way but it depends on your personality type as well and how you deal with those situations for me i wanted to move on straight away i wanted to get to work i wanted to start pre-season pre-season or my off-season right then and there because i was like nah i'm not going to let these guys control and dictate my future i want to be the dictator of my life and my journey and i'm still on that path i haven't made it back to the afl yet but i'm still on that path to get to the afl and that was part of my move to the gold coast is to get back to the afl ever since dad finished playing football i'd supported the gold coast suns it's a team i really want to play with and even if i just get a training opportunity with the gold coast suns i'd be super happy just to get some closure just to see if i'm actually good enough and to see if I can have a long-standing career in the AFL. I could spend another 10 years in the AFL and play good football. So it's never done. Go and show them what you can do. If you're a young kid out there that you have just been delisted and moved on from your football club or you've had a setback with your footy, move on quickly and then go out there and get after your next goal. All right, Write down your goals if you have to, but move on, get to work, stop sooking, and start training, start working, start putting in the effort required to get to that next goal because big goals require big changes and big actions as well. It's something I always say on my Instagram. So go out there, get after it, and stay fearless.